It is another edition of Logan Regional Medical Center and you. Joining us today is Tanya Crum, the Director of Inpatient Rehab at Logan Regional Medical Center. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a while since we talked, so I'm going to ask for an update on life, the universe, and everything. Absolutely. Uh, how, how goes it uh, for you both professionally and personally since we hadn't had a chance to talk uh, how are things? I, I know it's been a weird year and a half, especially for anybody who's a medical professional. Absolutely. Um, lot, lots, of course, happened in the last year. But for me professionally, and of course for our team here on rehab, we went through a lot of growth, you know, because the year prevented, uh, presented with great challenges. So I'm happy to report that we're back in business in acute and patient rehab, and we're now seeing patients again. So that's very exciting. Now, uh, being the director of inpatient rehab, I'm going to ask what to you is going to seem like a really stupid question. And, uh, of course, not, me not being all that smart to begin with, I, I'm not surprised it's coming from me. What is the difference between inpatient rehab and outpatient rehab? Okay. First of all, there's never stupid questions. I ask them every day. That's how we get smarter, right? So, um as far as with inpatient rehab, the patients are admitted to the hospital. And for outpatient rehab, of course, the family's taken them to an outpatient setting to receive services. So for inpatient rehab, what's great about it is our patients do three hours of aggressive therapy per day, um, per day over an eight-hour period. And we offer physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech services to ensure that our patients are getting stronger and they're meeting their goals before they're discharged back home. Now, sometimes getting discharged, uh, one of the keys to getting discharged and being able to go home is the inpatient rehab. Uh, without it, you're uh, kind of stuck because you have to be able to ambulate and do things before the hospital can really let you go uh, safely. Absolutely. That is right. We have to ensure that, especially um, the goal of rehab is to get them back home. We typically don't discharge to nursing homes, and that's because you have therapy in a nursing home setting. So what we'll do a lot of times is we'll, we'll bring the family in to watch us do therapy so that they become more familiar with what they need to do to help the patient as well. So the most important thing is involving the family and the caretakers in on the therapy session so they can understand what's going on as well to make that experience better. I can uh, confirm that uh, because a while, a lo well, many years back, my father was in hospital long term. He had to have uh, both inpatient and then outpatient rehabilitation. Uh, and something as simple as knowing where to set up those orange cones for some of the, the therapy uh, is something the family needs to know. Uh, uh, you know, and that's something very simple, it, but th there's hundreds of those things. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, with each discipline, with physical therapy, you know, they're learning how to walk, and we're setting a goal of distance. And then you have occupational therapy, where they're learning to get back into the tasks of activities of daily living, and which is what they're going to need when they go home. And with speech, we work on cognition, which means, of course, if they're confused, we're going to try to work on memory. We're going to work on swallowing. If they've had a stroke and they're having difficulty swallowing. And we also try to work on memory. And, of course, with speech. You know, we want to make sure that um, verbally and vocally they can express their ideas and their wants. 
which helps us along with their therapy plan. Once in a while, you, you run across this phenomenon called sundowning. Is that one of the things you guys kind of work on in terms of cognitive ability? Absolutely. That occurs a lot. And where they're getting more aggressive therapy, where they're getting that three hours, speech typically works with them for an hour each day. So in other settings, of course, it's super busy as well. That It's not as much dedicated time to that. So dedicating the time over at least a two-week period, we definitely see a difference in our patient's outcomes with confusion and orientation. You know, it comes down to it. This is uh, one of those cliches about treating the whole patient, not just the one issue, because let's say you're in there uh, because uh, you've got to have a bowel resection or something like that, and you're in there long-term and you're at a certain age. Well, just because the bowel has been resected and the surgery is a success and all that, there are still all these other effects, and you've got to have rehab for that. That's right. And what's great about inpatient rehab, and the reason our patients qualify or have to qualify, is you still need a doctor because you have been ill. So you have a doctor, you know, that's overseeing your care. For example, you spoke of a bowel obstruction, so we're looking for infection. Maybe they're still receiving antibiotics. Maybe we're still getting medicines that they're taking by mouth. So we still have to monitor for infection, and the nurses, too. The nurses have to be on board. So these are things that um, you don't necessarily get in the outpatient setting, but it's important to know that their discharge doesn't stop with us. It's great to know, too, that our therapists here, a lot of times, are the same therapist that's going to be in the outpatient setting. So now they understand even more what the patients need when they leave here. So a lot of times when our patients are discharged, they'll go from acute inpatient rehab, where therapists have taken care of them here. Then they'll go to our own facility rehab, and it's the same therapist. So you can see how you get that continuity of care and consistency. So we find that to be very beneficial. Here's a, a sort of an off-kilter question. Uh, my exposure to therapists, whether it be a speech therapist, occupational therapist, or physical therapist, uh, there's been a lot. And every one of them, to a person, is bright, happy, cheerful, and positive, almost to an annoying degree. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm wondering if that's part, I don't mean an act, but if having that attitude and that brightfulness and cheerfulness, if that is uh, something that a person, uh, that these people just are, that's who they are, or if that's something they're taught to be with patients. A lot of it is already there when they come. Um, and, of course, we always speak of satisfaction, uh, patient satisfaction and things that we can do to improve satisfaction. But I've always said that you have to want to be a nurse and you have to want to be a therapist to make a difference in someone's life. So I think that's already embedded in them um, when they start to practice. So it definitely makes a difference with our patients because they have to stay motivated in order to do the therapy and to be successful. Many, many, many years ago, uh, we're talking about 25 years ago, and I was not even in this state. I was in an accident and had to have... Uh, inpatient rehab and also outpatient rehab for a pretty severe knee injury that uh, by the way don't get on motorcycles right uh, right but uh, uh, and uh, the reason I asked that is because the 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 uh, surprisingly you I had an occupational therapist uh, because uh, 
the hospital stay, uh, I started to have uh, trouble with handwriting. Right. Uh, and uh, she was giving me the big pen that you use. And and, yes. uh, and frankly, it, it, just a couple of days, uh, that was over. I, I, I had gotten that skill back. I, you know, it didn't take a long time. I think that was probably due to my age. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, uh, this person was, like I said, bubbly, uh, and I hate using that term, but very cheerful, positive all the time to the point where I almost said, you know, you need to tone it down. <laughs> and... Uh, and I got the impression was that's just how she was, and yep. and that was why she chose being an occupational therapist. Uh, it was because that was right up her alley, uh, because you could tell that she got a charge out of helping people and seeing results. That's exactly right. We do get excited because this is the last step. This is the last area before they go home. So when we see that they improve, and, for example, if we have a patient that's had a stroke and they come in and their speech is garbled, you know, they're confused, and this is not how they were before, by the time they leave here, their progress is tremendous. So the family's excited, you're excited, everyone's excited for the progress that they made throughout the hospital stay. So it is genuine excitement. I remember uh, cheering like it was the Super Bowl when my dad was able, on a walker, to go by himself about, uh, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 paces down the hallway at the hospital. And, and this was a goal he had been working on for several weeks because before it was, I can make it this far away from the bed. Oh, look, I can make it into the hallway out of the room. Now I can make it, uh, but uh, to be able to go to the end of the hallway and back was a goal that was set. And when he met that goal, uh, I was filled with triumph uh, in, in a way that I'm not sure I had felt before. Yes, it's very exciting, very exciting when they meet their goal or when they go beyond their goal. That's even more exciting. I, well, I know we've only got a few minutes, uh, and I wanted to make sure before we end the program uh, that I didn't miss something that you wanted to talk about because I'm going to ask a question about uh, uh, when you're uh, uh, before we end about uh, the difference between what it was like doing inpatient rehab in the height of the pandemic and what it's like now. Absolutely. Um, the only thing that I would like to mention is uh, probably our referral stat, our referral status. Of course, we see patients within the hospital settings, not only here at Logan Regional, but also from surrounding facilities. We've brought patients in from the University of Kentucky, um, Ohio, Tennessee. So it's not just in this area. I also conduct home referrals. If a patient's sent home and the family feels they need some more therapy, I will go into the home and conduct an evaluation to try to get them back on their feet. So there's different routes of obtaining status and referral for rehab. Wow. I mean, uh, so you're not only a therapist, but you're a facilitator, a manager, and uh, a scheduler and everything else. Case manager. Um, I'm actually not a therapist, but my therapist did a great job. I'm a nurse at heart. All right, gotcha. um, Yeah. Yeah, so, yes, we work together as a team because it definitely takes teamwork, you know, to make this to make this work successfully. When you look at uh, uh, what it was like when uh, everything was basically locked down, especially in hospitals, um, it was restricted to what you could do with inpatient rehab, wasn't it? It was, and that's because there was just like a learning deficit in the beginning with all of the processes changing so much from the CDC, we just wanted to make sure that we were safe 
But, of course, it only took a couple of months, and we realized what we needed to do because we have to ensure that the patients are taken care of and they're getting the same level of care no matter if there's a pandemic or not. We as healthcare workers, we have to figure out how to make, you know, to be patient-centered, to do what's best for the patients. And we did figure that out. So uh, we are proud of that. Absolutely. I mean, it's hard to turn a battleship around on a dime, uh, but you guys came close to it. Uh, and now that uh, hopefully we don't have a resurgence with this Delta variant and all that, but uh, but we're in the green here in Logan County. Most of the counties around us are green. Am I right, Aaron? Uh, that, that that everybody's green yeah. except a few counties. Every, everybody was green as of yesterday, and I haven't seen today's, but yesterday everybody was green except for four counties, and they were yellow and gold. Uh, so now yeah. that uh, th- this is it's not over, but now that it's on a downswing. Uh, I know that we'll never get back to normal, and maybe we shouldn't even look to, and maybe shouldn't, but uh, the lessons learned and the work put in during the height of the pandemic, are you seeing benefits of it now that things are opened up more widely? Absolutely. I think it made us stronger as a facility and definitely as a unit. Um, As far as employee and patient satisfaction, we've seen that get even better, and that's because we have come together as a team. And, of course, with any struggle, you know, you work together and you find ways to make it work because it is, it is all about the patient, and that's what Logan Regional is all about is taking care of the patient and the family. So definitely it helped us, if anything. If somebody wants information about uh, rehabilitation, uh, no matter which type of therapy it is, uh, uh, who do they need to call? What number should they use? Or how do they find this information they're looking for? They can contact me or actually just the nurse's station. Once again, I'm Tanya Crum. I'm the director. Or they can call our nurse's station at 304-831-1345. And if they're sent to another facility, they can actually just let the other facility know that they're interested in coming here for therapy. Or for the home visit as well, they can contact the nurse's station. And we'll be in touch. We've been speaking with uh, Tanya Crum, the Director of Inpatient Rehab at Logan Regional Medical Center. We appreciate your time. Thank you so very much, and I look forward to talking to you again. Absolutely. Thank you, and have a great day. This has been Logan Regional Medical Center and you on WVOW. Good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. You can combine your home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right. Good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Missy Birchfield is your go-to agent in our area for service you deserve at a price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Missy Birchfield will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 304-752-3474 for your surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applications subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Logan Auto Doctor gives you a proper diagnosis and estimate the first time. No bait and switch. The price they quote is the price you pay. We're talking electrical work, high-tech engine repair, turbocharged and EcoBoost engines, brakes, transmissions, and everything in between. And for the month of May, get an AC recharge and performance test for just $49.90. And that includes the Freon. Before you see the dealer, call the doctor. Logan Auto Doctor on Route 44 before the flea market. Call 304-688-9711. Left untreated, 
Hepatitis C can lead to liver disease, cirrhosis, liver cancer, and even death. Mountain Laurel Integrated Healthcare, formerly Logan Mingo Area Mental Health, is accepting patients right now for their hepatitis C clinic. They screen, diagnose, treat, and manage with the goal of curing people with chronic hepatitis C infection. Call Mountain Laurel Integrated Healthcare at 304-792-7130, extension 1016. Your federally qualified health center with locations in Logan and Mingo County. This week at Town & Country Foodland in Chapmanville, it's buy one, get one free on items across the store. Surely you're not serious. I am serious. And stop, wait, you're just trying to get me to say that line from the movie. Come on, man. No. Boneless pork sirloin chops, six ounce packages of blackberry, plus many more items are buy one, get one free. Come on, just once. Fine, I am serious, and stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> yes, buy one, get one free this week at Town & Country Foodland in Chapmanville. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. From doctor visits to preventive